Hashtag SAFM Talking Point. It's 20 past nine on SAFM. So yesterday, Statistics South Africa announced that consumer price inflation has reached its highest rate since January 2017. 2017, that's 6.6%. Sunflower oil had uh, the steeped incline at 16.1% in the past month alone. That's April to May and 39% uh, in total over the past year. Inflation has been steadily increasing year on year as the cost of food, the cost of transport uh, and fuel are the biggest contributors. And uh, we invited, uh, we want to discuss what this reading means for everyday consumers like uh, you and me and what are the consequences if the cost of living continues to increase when will the South African Reserve Bank intervene to cushion the blow for consumers we invited Mervyn Abrams program coordinator at uh, the Peter Meritzberg economic justice and dignity good morning Mervyn thank you so very much for your time so I mean let's start there Uh, what does this reading mean for everyday consumers uh, good morning, KG, and good morning to all your listeners. Of course, when Stats SA brings out the CPI uh, index, uh, it looks backwards and not forwards. So it tells us that over the last month, uh, our inflation level had, had risen to about 6.5% on the basis largely of massive increases in fuel price and massive increases in food prices. So the impact the consumers are, or when the CPI comes out, it means that the consumer is already feeling the pain. Mm. Not that they look already, or the pain could get worse or less, but the consumer is already feeling the pain. And consumers tell us that they are feeling the pain, particularly when it comes to paying for food. Now, there's a particular reason for that, KG, and that is that um, no matter what the price increases on transport is, uh, a households pay that because, you know, if you've got to get to work, then you have to get to work because they need that wage. So, mm. so, so they prioritize that transport no matter what the cost. And of course, Uh, Petrol prices have increased by about 24% since January this year. So there's been a massive increase. They also pay electricity tariffs no matter what it's increased because, uh, um, because they need electricity for so many things. And only then do they start buying food. So, so the impact is that all these other stuff are increasing massively, leaving less money in the budget for food. And then they get to the store and now the food prices have increased according to our index by about 11% over the last year, which means the basket is getting smaller and smaller and smaller. And that's where the real crunch is hitting many households in South Africa today. Yeah. I mean, it's quite interesting to me that uh, you say it's almost looked at retrospectively, and which means that, you know, uh, even now, it's still going to be uh, affecting us in the long term. What are the consequences of the cost of living continuing to increase for your average South African who did probably not get an increase where they are working and the price of petrol, as you say, increases. And when the price of incre- of petrol increases, it spirals really into everything else. So, KG, I mean, South African households by and large 
have been in an affordable affordability crisis for quite some time, for decades now. And, and when I talk affordability, then what I mean is, uh, um, you know, it's the relationship between the prices you pay for things and the amount of money you have in your pocket. Uh, and, 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 and the relationship between these two things have been widening uh, uh, over the last number of years and, of course, made specifically worse because of COVID. So, uh, um, so there is an affordability crisis. So how does this play out? So I, I spoke about the shopping basket of food getting less and less and less. And mm. of course, that has health implications. It has uh, educational implications, you know, for kids studying, uh, 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 stunting implications, economic growth, productivity, all of those. But then there is also, as you correctly said, the Reserve Bank looking at a 6.5 CPI will now be very tempted to increase uh, uh, the interest rates at the next sitting. And let's remember that the interest rates have already increased by 100 basis points since the beginning of January. So, So there is likely to be another increase. And of course, that means that even more of our monthly income is being spent on on debt servicing. So suddenly there'll be an increase in your bond, there'll be increase in your car installment, there'll be an increase in your store carding, uh, 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 there'll be an Repayment. increase in your credit card and so on. And already we have seen an increase of about 7.4% of civil judgments given uh, over the last year, an increase of 7.4% uh, against people who can no longer service their debt. So we are probably going to see an increase uh, of people unable to to, to service their debt properly. So that's another possible area. Uh, um, And and just generally what what that could mean is a a lower demand. So because I've got less money in my pocket, because I'm spending so much money more on electricity, on transport, on food, on debt servicing, I've got less money in my pocket, which means that I can buy less or put in economic terms, the demand in the economy decreases. And what happens then is it impacts businesses. So so if a business cannot sell what they produce, of course they cut back on what they produce and that could lead to increased job losses. And I think that that is really an issue that we should be very worried about, considering that almost 50% of working people in South Africa are unemployed. So, I mean, speaking of the uh, the South African Reserve Bank, we know that, as you rightfully said, uh, interest rates have gone up by at least 100 basis points up to now. And the possibility exists that they may increase even further as, you know, experts like yourself, uh, you know, uh, prob- uh, uh, do think. Should the Reserve Bank intervene to a certain extent to try and, find a way to cushion the blow for consumers? Is it something that is possible for them to do? So the Reserve Bank focuses currently, you know, we've got uh, 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 um, the Reserve Bank has a mandate and therein lies another bit of our problem, <laughs> which was caused long time ago. Not It's not part of this current crisis. And, and their main mandate is to keep inflation between uh, 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 three and six percent. So it's about inflation targeting. Uh, And it's not about job creation like some other reserve banks across the world has as part of their mandate. 
So, so, so of course, when it breaches the upper limit uh, of 6%, as it has done in May, then to protect against inflation, the Reserve Bank will then increase interest rates. It's almost the only instrument that they have to play. Uh, um, and, and, and it is difficult in this time because, you know, some of the inflation is, is, is imported because of fuel prices uh, uh, and, and so on. The economy hasn't really recovered after COVID yet. Uh, uh, so it is a very difficult act to play. And yet they, they have one mandate, and that is to cut back inflation. Mm. And the only way you do that is actually to increase interest rates, which in the long term might actually not be as good for the country. So my appeal to the Reserve Bank is, is to go very slow. You've increased interest rates by 50 basis point uh, at your last sitting. First, see how that plays itself out in the economy. Give us another two or three months, see if this inflation level comes down. If it doesn't, then slowly increase it, but, but, but don't try and follow the American Reserve Bank by now giving us another 75% basis point increase. Speaking of uh, the Americans, some are saying that ultimately also the action of the U.S. Federal Reserve may have a larger influence on uh, asset prices globally as they themselves try to balance increasing interest rates to reduce their extremely high inflation level. What impact is that going to have on us? So, so it generally has, it has an impact on us uh, uh, in a large extent because we are so exposed to fuel price volatility. Now, of course, we pay for fuel in dollars. So, so we have to be careful that the value of the rand compares to the dollar. You know, we don't have such a big gap. Uh, um, so, so, of course, by increasing interest rates, the Fed has strengthened the dollar. Uh, uh, and that is not necessarily good news for us because uh, it could mean that the value of the rand versus the dollar drops significantly. And what that in real terms would mean is that when we buy petrol, that we will pay so much more for petrol. So, so, so when the, the Fed increases, it has a global impact. But for us, it's largely got to do with the value of the rand versus the dollar because we buy particularly fuel uh, 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 as well as other agricultural inputs like fertilizers and so on. We pay for it in dollars. So, so the rand dollar value is, is critically important in the long term for South Africa. And there we're going to leave it. Uh, And thank you so much, Mervyn, for your time. Mervyn Abrams is uh, Program Coordinator at uh, the Peter Maritzburg Economic Justice and Dignity Group. It looks like bad news, really, all around. 9.31, Luanda Mahom is standing by with the news headlines.